Coming up on today's Locked On Big Ten, we've had for certain Big Ten tournament teams and some pretty for certain not Big Ten tournament teams. There's been a pretty good divide, but now some Big Ten squads are starting to float onto the bubble. Can Michigan and Rutgers sneak into this field of 68 as well as the top of the Big Ten? We'll talk about all of it with Jay Stevens right here as we start off your week. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Locked On Big Ten, and reminder to always tune in to make Locked On Big Ten your first listen every day. Stay up to date on everything you need to know going on around the conference. I'm Nate Dickinson, your host. Coming up on today's show, Jay Stevens is in to break down Big Ten basketball. Our show today is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has all the lines, odds, and props that you need to make sure that you're getting all the money that you can out of your smart picks. So head on over to Bet Online right now. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, we got a lot to talk about with Jay, so we're going to get to a lot of the basketball with him here on the show. So first, I really want to just give you a recap of what you may have missed over the weekend in Big Ten basketball and an update on exactly where things stand right now as we head into the new week after all the games. So first, again, just a quick rundown of all the scores from Saturday and Sunday. Starting with Rutgers at Wisconsin, where Rutgers pulled off a big, big upset. We're going to talk more about what that means for the Scarlet Knights in a minute. 73-65, to they beat Wisconsin in Madison. Elsewhere, Ohio State knocked off Michigan in Michigan immediately after Michigan had beaten Purdue at home. That win looks a whole lot more impressive now for the Buckeyes. Number 16 team in the country wins 68 to 57. Michigan State topped Indiana at home 71 to or 76 to 61. And finally Minnesota beat Penn State in Minnesota 76 to 70. Then on Sunday, a barn burner in West Lafayette, Maryland just barely barely missed out on upsetting Purdue, but Boilermakers did get back on track and win by just a point, 62-61 the final score there. Fats Russell, 24 for Maryland in the loss effort. Illinois, number 13 team in the country, now 18-6 after beating Northwestern, 73-66. Maybe a little bit closer than the Illini I would have liked at home. And then Iowa took care of Nebraska without any trouble, 98-75 the final score. 53 points in the first half alone. For Iowa, actually Nebraska had 50 points in the second half too. It was a high-scoring game all around. That's a look around the scores around the Big Ten from the weekend. Nothing on the schedule here for today. They'll start back up tomorrow on Tuesday. But we do have updates as to where the games over the weekend put the Big Ten teams in the field of 68. Of course, according to bracketology expert Joe Lenardi, our source for pretty much everything up until Selection Sunday. Now, up at the top, not a whole lot of changes. Big Ten teams are in general moving up, but it's still Purdue at the two line, then Illinois at that three line, and Wisconsin at the four. After that, you actually did have Michigan State and Ohio State creeping back up in close to those top four seeds. Lenardi has both of those teams as five seeds right now, but the bubble is where things get really, really interesting here in the Big Ten. I mentioned off the top, Big Ten has had seven teams that have been pretty much for sure tournament teams from the start. It's had seven teams that have been pretty much out of the tournament and out of the picture from the start, too. But thanks to some big wins over the course of the last half a week, 
we now have two teams in Michigan and also Rutgers, maybe a bit unexpected, making their way into the tournament picture. Now, Rutgers had been playing well enough in the Big Ten on its own to make it into the field. People didn't really just think it was going to continue for the Scarlet Knights. They've held their own. Ron Harper Jr. has been amazing. They pick up the big upset over Wisconsin on Saturday, and now all of a sudden, Joe Lenardi has him in their next four out. There's the last four in, the first four out, and then the next four out. So in the eight teams just outside of that tournament bracket, Lenardi has Rutgers as the fifth team out. Michigan is the second team out as things stand. Now, we had talked about this last week, how Michigan was just barely starting to get back into the conversation, and how I thought and still do think, and we'll talk to Jay about it in a minute too, that if it's anywhere close, Wolverines are getting in. We're seeing that already. I mean, the Purdue bit win is big, 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 and other teams don't have those kind of quality wins with them to boost up their bubble resume, so it's easy to see why Michigan moves up so quickly. But again, teams want to see the Wolverines, or fans want to see the Wolverines playing in this tournament. The Field of 68 has a chance to add a marquee name with talent that we know, and I'll probably slow down on repeating myself with this, but people want Michigan in that field. They're going to make it if it's anywhere close, and I believe that Michigan has plenty of ability and reason, and or, or, I don't know what word I'm looking for here, but they have what it takes to be able to make it not really even close come Selection Sunday and be safely in that field. Rutgers is the more interesting team. If Rutgers can keep winning, that would be a ninth Big Ten team in if both they and Michigan get in there. And, and that's something that's kind of hasn't really been a conversation in college basketball. Is there a dominant conference? Because pretty much throughout, it's been Big Ten, Big 12, and then Big East. Or SEC's had teams too. But the Big Ten and the Big 12 probably at the top. And then you have a second tier of conferences behind them. If the Big Ten gets nine teams into this tournament this season, I mean, that's just showing a sort of dominance in this sport and in the way that people view your conference in this sport, that's been unmatched by anyone. Again, I'll say it over and over. The Big Ten's been unmatched year in and year out, or has not been outmatched year in and year out in getting into this tournament, right? There's other teams or other conferences that on an individual year can say, all right, well, maybe the ACC was better this year, or maybe the Big 12 was better last year. But as far as just over the last 20 years, nobody's done it better as far as getting into the tournament than the Big Ten. Unfortunately, uh, of course, conference needs to do better about actually winning the thing once they get in there. We're going to talk to Jay about tournament teams and a whole lot of other basketball stuff here in a minute as he joins us from Locked On Buckeyes on a Monday. That's coming up here in Locked On Big Ten in just a second. Bet Online is the place to go for all of your online sports betting needs this year. It's betonline.net with a new website that the people love and all sorts of new news, podcasts, of course, ways for you to bet out there on the site too. Of course, the big game's coming up in a couple of weeks. You're going to have to get your money in on that, but baseball season's right around the corner. Basketball and hockey are still in full swing, so if you need to make sure that you're at the best place to make sure you're taking full advantage of all your smart picks, head on over to betonline.net. It's betonline.net, your place to go for all of your online sportsbook needs. You're tuned into Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Alongside Jay Stevens, host of Locked On Buckeyes, I'm Nate Dickinson. We're here to just kind of talk basketball with you. As the Big Ten had a big weekend of basketball, we're getting into what is, we're now on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Jay. Looking at the last couple of months of this regular season before we get into the Big Ten tournament. 
And we just got a whole lot to go over, really, as things continue to move and shift around the Big Ten. I guess before we get into anything, what was, I guess, your biggest takeaway from the weekend of basketball that we saw in the Big Ten? Because we had a whole lot of teams in action. It's tough to win games, man. And we saw <laughs> Purdue go down at, I think, didn't Purdue win that, lose that game? I think Purdue lost. Um, they won by one on they, Okay, uh, they did Sunday. pull that out. They just barely they beat Maryland. Yes. Winning basketball is tough, which is, I mean, it's, I'm watching that game the entire time and Maryland looks like they're going to pull away and, and win. Then I remember Matt Painter's face at the end of the game and he's relieved that he won the game. Winning is tough. I mean, there's numerous good basketball teams littered throughout this conference. Not everyone's going to make the tournament, which does not mean you're an atrocious team, just means that you're not up to that standard. But winning is tough. Winning is very, very tough in this league. Easy to forget that Michigan did, or I'm sorry, Purdue did win that game because, again, they were not looking like winners for a big, big part of it. Let's go over to Michigan, though, a name that mistakenly mentioned earlier. Uh, Your Buckeyes beat the Wolverines over the weekend. We'll start there. The football rivalry renewed on the basketball court, and the Buckeyes get, uh, I guess, in a little way some revenge not exactly what you would like i'm sure if you're an ohio state fan but 68 57 the final score defensive game throughout after michigan had blown the doors off purdue at home earlier in the week this win looks that much better for ohio state how the buckeyes do it it was a team a full team effort it was, it was a full team effort they got contributions from liddell ej liddell was huge at 28 points in this game um cedric russell off the bench had 12 he played the most minutes he had played all year long i think it was a full team effort it was kind of the way that ohio state needed to kind of start that start this portion of the month off because they're going to play Minnesota again tomorrow or on Tuesday. Then they have a game against Iowa over the weekend. Then they go a couple days later, a game against Indiana. They kind of got to figure things out on the road because they're going to have tough road games. They'll have tough games in general, but if you want to be a team that's playing a more top you know, four or five seed in the tournament, you're going to want to win games on the road. And that's been a, a problem for Ohio state. And they found ways down the stretch and really Holtman, Chris Holtman, that is putting the right players on the court. They found ways to play as a unit and to win this game. Going over to Michigan, though, uh, Ohio State obviously picks up the win. We'll talk about them in the tournament here in a little bit. Buckeyes are firmly in that tournament. Mm-hmm. Michigan now just starting to emerge back on that scene. I've been saying for a while, and I'll continue to say it, if Michigan makes it anywhere close on Selection Sunday, this committee is wanting the Wolverines in the field of 68. Preseason number six, it was. The talent's all there. The name is obviously there. The formula is all right for Michigan to make it in over pretty much anyone with a similar resume. And it's been a bit surprising to me even how quickly Michigan has jumped up those ranks. If you follow like the Joe Lenardi stuff, which is, I mean, he's the guy. But if you follow his stuff, he had Michigan off the graphic entirely early in the week last week. When they beat Purdue, going into the weekend, the first team out of the field. Now, I don't know what happened around him to make that happen, but Mm -hmm. it seems like everyone's just, again, wanting Michigan in right now, and it's going to continue to push the Wolverines up, as long as, of course, they keep playing to a level that they've been starting to. And again, they have started to turn around. But where are you at with this Michigan team as an Ohio State uh, fan, Mm -hmm. follower, cover kind of a guy? what, What do you like? about Michigan what do you feel like they uh, or where do you feel like they stand in like the eyes of the people who judge these kind of things when we get to tournament time it's going to be really easy kind of one of the you guys you may say Jay you're trying to take the easy way out no I'm trying to be smart they got to win games you're currently 13 and 10 7 and 6 in your league that's not a tournament team as it stands right now they completely understand why Joe Lenardi is doing that little reminder there are 
I want to say 32 um, automatic bids to the to the NCAA tournament. That number might be off, but if you win your conference tournament, you're you get an automatic bid into the into the into the Big Dance. Michigan's probably not going to win their league, win the conference tournament, and so they're going to have to get five, six, seven wins down the stretch. I mean, if they're a 21 team, they're probably going to get in. Do I think they'll get 20 wins on the season? I do not. I just don't, I don't see it. They're not consistent enough. Um, they have the players. They have the talent. I just There's something with this team that has not gelled and meshed consistently enough for them to win games. You say the Purdue win, yes, some people say that they, they were gassed. They were out of gas against Ohio State. I think it's a cop-out. You're playing your rival. I don't care what you did a day ago, two days ago. You're playing your rival at home. Energy should not be an issue. Your desire to get up for the game should not be an issue. I just doesn't think like Michigan is that team this year that's going to get into the tournament. The weird thing is right behind them in the big 10 standings is Indiana. Who's probably going to get in. And so you, know, you look at the conference and say, well, Jay Indiana's behind them in the, in the, in the big 10 standings. Yeah. That's because of the way that they played in the conference play, not how they played the entire season. I think Indiana gets in. I think Michigan's one of those teams where if I'm a Wolverine fan. I'm like, I'm probably sweating, um, calling my friends trying to figure out what they think. Because it, it just might not happen this year. Hey, we're into the second month of the new year. And a lot of you may have given up on that New Year's resolution by now. I know I did. But if you want to recommit, if you want to get back in, and maybe it had something to do with getting healthier in 2022, you need to head over to Built.com. Because they've got what you need to fill up without, of course, literally filling up with a bunch of calories and things like that. It's a protein bar or shake or gel thing, tablet, whatever you want, that gives you everything that you want. Uh, 15 grams of protein in these bars with less than 5 grams of sugars and carbs, 100% dark chocolate in all of them too. They pack it all into this thing that looks like a candy bar, but it's a protein bar. And it tastes like a candy bar too, but gives you all the nutrients. It's honestly something that you wouldn't believe if they didn't do it over at Built.com. So go ahead and check it out there and of course if you use the product use our promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your order that's locked 15 at built.com get back on that new year's resolution or just get yourself through your work day with a protein bar from built bar I, I disagree i feel like michigan fans are pretty confident at least right now at least over the course of the last week and yeah. as far as what you say about the big 10 records i mean I feel like you can go 500 in the Big Ten if you had done what you had in the non-conference right, or if you right, had taken care of right. business in the non-conference. That's, I mean, the formula. If there's 14 Big Ten teams, seven of them right now are making this tournament. If you're mm -hmm. a 500 team in the conference, you're good enough to go. It's the same thing in the ACC, and it's starting mm -hmm. to get that way in the SEC, too, on, or on Big 12 with the way that uh, they've been playing basketball as of late. But the way that Michigan's played at the beginning, it does take away. I just don't yeah. feel like people are going to look at that as much as they will other teams because Michigan's done it for you lately. And they are the team that you want to see. I mean, I mean, we went through it with Isaiah or no, I think it was Matt on Friday show the teams that are like in between when Michigan was like the eighth team out, the teams that were like in between them and the field of 68. And it was like, I think Mississippi state was on there and then six mid majors. It's not a hard path for Michigan to get there. And I feel like they're, Honestly, I, I haven't checked what Joe Lenardi's tweeted out latest, but I feel like they're kind of there right now just because of what people are saying, not necessarily because they've earned it again, but because I feel like people are ready to put them in and want to see them in that field of 68. It Wins have to come. We know that we'll say that over and over again, but yeah, it's still just, I'm ready to be like, okay, people are buying in here. This team's going to make the field 
whether or not it really, really deserves it, as long as it at least puts itself or gives itself some sort of resume at the end. Yeah, it is tricky. I, I will also say I'm not the best to predict who's going to get into the tournament, but I do know that those at large, those automatic bids that those mid majors get, they do kind of derail a team in Michigan that is has not been consistent, not just during league play, but consistent overall throughout their entire season. And so it, it does hinder them. It does hurt them. Um, I'm more on the outside looking in. You're more on the inside where they'll get in um, instead of being on the outside. Differing of opinions is great for the show where people can get both sides of both of both uh, both viewpoints. But um, we'll see. I mean, they got they got time. They got about a month left of league play before the tur- conference tournament. I think their best bet to solidify it is to get that automatic bid. I just don't see them winning the conference tournament, which is partly why I am on the outside of this argument looking in. No, they're not winning the conference tournament. Uh, they do need wins. Uh, I do feel like, I mean, I don't, it'll depend on where they end up in the Big Ten seeding, mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I do feel like just with the amount of time left, it'll be possible that Michigan probably needs to get a couple of wins and will be sweating going into the Big Ten tournament. But I feel like as long as they take care of business, again, people want them in. I, I did just look it up. Lenardi, as of when we're talking right now, less than 24 hours ago, tweeted out Michigan in his first four out. Okay. Uh, okay. First four, Memphis, Oregon, Michigan, and San Diego State are the two four teams that are in that first four out. But again, as I mentioned before, last four in Oklahoma, Iowa State, then Creighton and BYU. It's it, When you look at the names, you want to see Michigan in there. Like it's just the, it, it's the way that, kind of college basketball works whether it's fair or not but yeah uh, again moving on here jay let's talk again about the rest of the big tens tournament picture as things stand buckeyes have been floating around that four or five seed and uh, honestly i think the four five seed like uh, maybe not a huge difference when you actually get into the tournament but i feel like getting a top four seed is a, a kind of nice little confidence boost you obviously get the location advantage with it too when you get in there uh how are you feeling about where the buckeyes stand right now in their position firmly, of course, in the field of 68. I think that it's weird. If you would have asked me this question of like two weeks ago, I probably would have said they're going to start sliding. I think there are 15 to 20, like top 25 ways. I think there are 15 to 20, like 15 to 20th best team in the country. But it comes to the NCAA tournament. I would have, I was thinking more six, seven, eight, because the trending of me personally was trending the wrong way based off rotations that have been out there, based off the consistency of players, um, based off the injuries that unfortunately have derailed Ohio State all throughout this season. I was trending more down. If they can build off of this win against Michigan and have a good performance against Minnesota, have a good performance against Iowa, followed up against a good performance against Indiana, I don't have the rest of the schedule in front of me, but that's a great way to kind of build until you're playing Michigan State and then Michigan and then I think Nebraska also in March before the conference tournament, those are great ways to build confidence and to show everybody, especially those guys that are seeding you in the tournament, we need to be a top four seed. I'm still right now probably a uh, five, six, seven guy as far as like where they'll see in the tournament. They're a really good basketball team, but I think there are fundamental issues that Ohio State has that kind of rear up their ugly head at the, at the wrong time throughout games. So I was leaning more six, seven, eight. I would not be surprised if they were six, five, or maybe a four seed. Four seeds a really tough one for me. I'm um, going into the tournament, but I mean, you're talking about it. You're not like you're. They still might get the location they might want to go to, which is going to be which is going to benefit them, even if they were a six or a five, or maybe even maybe a seven seed. You might get that location benefit, which is huge. 
because the less you have to travel means more fans get to travel to those games, more of a home court environment. So even, even though it's a neutral site, all those things benefit Ohio State and Chris Holtman in the tournament. All right, Jay, before we let you go, looking at the teams right now that are top four seeds, according to the latest bracketology, you got Purdue, you got Illinois, you got Wisconsin. Right now sitting as two, three, and four seeds if the tournament started today, again, according to Joe Lenardi. Is that the top tier of the Big Ten? Is that established now? Because I'm starting to feel like Purdue, Wisconsin, Illinois, yes, anyone can beat them any day. Anyone could end up winning this conference. But when I'm talking about who's the most talented team, it's really crowded all throughout. I mean, I'm trying to kind of separate those three teams stick out most to me as just the most complete. You said two, three, and four, Purdue, Wisconsin, and who else? Uh, Purdue is sitting at a two seed. Illinois was a three, and then Wisconsin is four. I think those are the top three teams in the, co- in the country, in the Big Ten. I, I, I can definitively say that. The thing that I think who could creep up into that conversation and move one of those teams down, it is Michigan State. I would love to say Ohio State. I just – I need to see more consistency from that team. Um, they've, I mean, they've had pauses, they've had postponements, so they've had problems with the schedule. Would go with the injuries that have really hurt them this year. But I think Michigan State is that one team that can climb into that conversation with those other three schools. It's it's is those time. Is those team is good? They've been better early in the year than some of his teams have been in recent years. So I think it's Izzo's time, and that team, Michigan State, can climb into that conversation with the other three schools, Purdue, Wisconsin, and Illinois. They always do seem to get into the conversation one way or another. January, February, Izzo (laughs) is what they say. Uh, We'll get into, of course, all of the March stuff that's going on as we get closer and closer to March. It's nice to, as always, catch up with you and your thoughts on where things stand in the Big Ten here, Jay. And of course, if you want to hear Jay's thoughts every single day on what's going on with Ohio State, you can hear him over at Locked On Buckeyes, keeping you up to date on Ohio State sports every weekday, just like we do here for the Big Ten. We'll talk to you again soon, I know, Jay. And of course, uh, Ohio State, as you mentioned, you rattled down the schedule. A whole lot of big games for us to get into as we go down these last couple of weeks. So looking forward to talking to you about all of it at some point soon. Absolutely, Nate. Looking forward to it as well.